0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Truth Ranger podcast. I am Richard Tucker. This will be the Friday, October 22nd, 2021 edition. Welcome back. Where has the summer gone? I guess time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? Well, here's my little disclaimer. The opinions shared on this little podcast are mine. No one else's. If you don't like it, you can shut me off. You can write me. My email address is com. You can tell me how wrong I am, whatever you want to do. But if you're offended, that's your choice to be offended. Take a little break here. It gives you time to shut me off if you don't want to hear the truth. Because I'm here to tell you the truth. Alright, be right back. Hope you are too. Okay folks, Richard back with you one more time. Hey don't really have a specific theme here today, just the old man in a squeaky chair relating some thoughts I've had, and maybe you can identify with some of them. I'm all about restoration. If you've listened to me for any length of time, if you've read anything I've written, you know that I am living through the restoration that God is performing himself, not something I'm doing, not something any man or any religion is doing, it's God himself. Our Father is restoring his children to the body of Christ, not a religion, okay. So here's something I just want to share with you. I'm all about acceptance, because if we study the life of Christ, we will see nothing from him but acceptance. Now, I'm not talking about acceptance of what people did. Don't misunderstand. I'm talking about acceptance of the people themselves. Who did Christ spend his time with? He spent his time with the despised of his time. Did he not? Correct me if I'm wrong. If we read Story after story about the life of Christ, he gravitated toward, and people gravitated toward him who were the despised of society, not just the poor, rich also. Those who were tax collectors were befriended by Christ, and Christ was befriended by them. Prostitutes, Street people, people who were despised by society, people who the religious wanted to stone to death. Think about it. Am I not correct? Wasn't it Christ who accepted the woman taken in adultery and actually saved her life? Saved her from being stoned by the religious of her day. That same Christ is doing the same thing today. Christ was the restoration. We are the restoration. We are being restored to the body of Christ, not religion. If you remember, in Christ's day, the only real altercations he had was not with people like us. He accepted people, knowing their true identity. See, here's where we have a problem, is with a false identity given to us by religion. We are not rejected by God. We have never been rejected by God. We came into the world with a false accusation against us. What crime did you commit against Father God before you were born? Tell me. Were you in the garden? Did you encourage Adam to partake of the forbidden fruit or Eve? Were you there saying, yes, Adam, take a bite? Were you there and did you eat it with him? Did you make that decision? But see, religion, religion, which is Antichrist, will try to accuse you that you came into this world guilty of a sin you couldn't possibly have committed, so we have started out a life with a false accusation against us already, so this dovetails into what I'm trying to explain here. Have you ever noticed <clears throat> that the people who want to demand your acceptance are those who can't even accept themselves? Now, I'm not picking on these groups of people. I'm just using it for an example, so you can see what I mean. Let's think about, well, transgenderism. Transgenderism. Homosexuality. Okay. People will say that they were born homosexual. Okay. So we'll just accept what they're saying, theoretically here, to make this make sense. So, if you identify as a homosexual, and you say that you were born as a homosexual, then why do you have to have a parade, or you have to be publicly pronouncing it, like you are wanting other people to accept your homosexuality? Why? Now, I'm not criticizing these people. Don't misunderstand. You have to listen in order to see the connection. Okay, that dovetails into all other kind of things. transgenderism a transgender person will say they didn't choose this that it's just the way they are, and then they will demonstrate publicly and even try to pass laws to get others to accept them okay let's Let's just go into all of it racial racial considerations. Who has chosen their race? Who? I didn't choose to be a an old fat white guy with a weird voice. Seriously. We see people demonstrating. We see it on social media. You know, black people, white people, different ethnic groups. I'm proud of my race. Why? Why would you be proud of something that you didn't accomplish? Who chose to be the race they are? Who, at any time, had the ability to say, well, you know, I think I'm going to be born into a white family. I think I decided to be born into a black family. I'm going to be Asian. I'm going to be this. No, 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 no. So why are we struggling for acceptance from other people? Why are we proud of something we never accomplished. I never accomplished my whiteness. And people from other backgrounds, um, people who are black, African Americans, they never chose that. You were born that way. So it, it all runs together. People say, I was born this way, and you have to accept me. But when we do that, that means we're not accepting our, accepting ourselves. Think about it. If I have to demand acceptance from you, then I'm not accepting myself. I'm not completed myself, or it wouldn't make a bit of difference whether you accepted me or not. Do you see where I'm going with this? Does it make any sense? So we see people, and I'm not criticizing any of these people. I personally don't care what you believe, I don't care how you live, but my point is we're struggling for self-acceptance, and we see that demonstrated throughout society by people, the transgender thing, I want you to accept my transgenderism, I want you to accept my homosexuality, why? If you're born that way, and you can accept yourself, why do you give a crap what anybody else thinks of you? I'm a short, fat, old guy with a weird voice. I have been for 67 years. I don't care if you accept me or not. See, I did not choose to be born a short, fat, white guy with a weird voice. Never made the choice. It's not something I accomplished. So, if you were born that way, you say you were born that way, you never accomplished it. So, why are you proud of it? Why are you proud of something you did not accomplish? Why do you hunger for acceptance? Okay, we're going to get down to the root of this thing. And before you misunderstand everything I'm saying... I'm not being critical of anyone who's struggling here. Quite to the contrary. I'm trying to make the connection between our false identity and our struggle for acceptance. There is a person, before we wind up here, I'm going to explain. There is a person who is totally unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. You cannot accept this particular person. Now, I'm talking to people, some of you would consider yourself very open-minded. You wouldn't consider yourself prejudiced in any way, in any aspect of your life. You look at different cultures and different belief systems and different sexuality things, races, whatever it is, ethnicities, and you're very open-minded. But I'm going to tell you, there is one person you will not accept and you cannot accept And you are totally prejudiced against. We'll get into that. Okay? Hey, hang on. I'm going to take a short break here and we'll be right back. Don't go away! Okay, welcome back, everybody. In the first segment, we were talking about acceptance. And we're going to continue in that vein for a little bit here. I hope you're all understanding what we're talking about here. Ultimately, we need to see the root of our challenge with accepting one another, but mostly with our self-acceptance. Going back into segment one just for a little bit here, we discussed the false religious accusations that are placed against every human being, Male, female, gay, straight, black, white, Asian, doesn't matter. What we all have in common, regardless of all the differences we seem to have, we have two things in common. One, we are spiritual beings. We are not physical beings. We are not people having a spirit. We are spirits inhabiting a human body, a human being. Our eternal being is spiritual. We are spirits, so our false identity starts there. There's no way we can have a proper acceptance of others, and a proper acceptance of ourselves even, if we have a false identity, and we do. We are falsely accused before we ever enter the world. Think about this. The accusing religious spirits that are totally Antichrist. See, you have an enemy that you don't even know you have. We all do. We have an enemy that is Antichrist. It's here to destroy us, it's here to stifle us and hold us back. And it has been very successful. I'm talking about the psychological warfare of the Antichrist spirits that control religion, control politics. We're beginning to see it now. You know, I've been putting this message out for, well, over 40 years. And little by little, people are beginning to see because it's becoming so obvious, you can't see it anymore. You can't help but see it, I should say. So here we are. We're at a state in society where people are demanding acceptance from other people who seem to be unlike them, but they can't even accept themselves. I talked about transgenderism. I talked about homosexuality. I talked about the racial thoughts. Black, white, Asian, whatever. People from different Walks of life who believe correctly or incorrectly that they were born with these proclivities with these these um mannerisms, whatever you want to call it i'm not here to to opine on that because it doesn't matter to me that's a side issue, but the issue is false identity and acceptance. Why is it that people who demand our acceptance have a problem accepting themselves. Whenever we are on the street or publicly demanding that society accepts us, that shows that there is something so insecure within us that we can't accept ourselves unless other people accept us. Does that make any sense? It's like We are codependent. We are uh, acceptance junkies. Okay? Religion. Religion is a monopoly when it comes to the acceptance um, Ponzi scheme. It's a Ponzi scheme. It really is. Religion has nothing to do with the body of Christ. It is an insurrection against the body of Christ. It's here Disguised as God, disguised as something God created when Christ created, founded, no religion whatsoever. None. Nada. There are tens of thousands of divisions that all say they are representing God, but none of them do. None of them. Not one. Anywhere. This is where I lose a lot of my religious friends because they don't want to hear this truth. Religion monopolizes on those who are struggling for acceptance, trying to accept themselves, trying to get someone else to accept them. We'll get in this little group. We'll call each other brother and sister, and you will you will accept me and I will accept you because we group together and share a little common belief. But what happens when... That common belief is broken. What happens when one of the brothers or sisters sees something or learns something that violates that little code of religion, that little doctrinal thing, agreement that they have together? Well, guess what? Now we're not so accepted, are we? No, we're not so accepted anymore. See, this extends into every aspect of society. All the divisions we see Come back to this root, to this root of the lie of religion. Religion is antichrist. It is controlled and owned by the same spirit that antichrist politics is controlled by antichrist government systems. It is a government system. Religion is an organized system to control people. Its behavior modification being disguised as something from God. God didn't come to to uh control your behavior. He didn't come to control mine. He did not come to do anything but restore. That's all he came for. When we look at scripture, that's all Christ did. Christ did nothing but try to restore people to his body, to him personally not to some religious organization that had nothing to do with God. According to Scripture, before Christ was even here, he said there were many antichrist spirits already on the earth. Why? Why would the antichrist spirits be here? Well, they were there, here, to sabotage, to sabotage what Christ was going to do, and they're still here, and they're still sabotaging it. There's very few of you, that can handle this reality. This is the truth. That's why they call me the truth ranger. I tell the truth. And so many people have become so indoctrinated into religion, they can't handle the truth. It just bursts your little security bubble to think that God is bigger than a little box your religion has put him in. You live by a, a doctrinal statement that has nothing to do with God, has no connection with the Father at all. Christ came to set us free from this bondage. Why do you have trouble with acceptance? Now, when I started this segment one here, we were talking about certain groups of people. We were talking about sexuality, the transgenderism, homosexuality, heterosexuality. Let's talk about heterosexuality so it don't sound like I'm picking on the homosexuals. How many people go through their life struggling for acceptance with their own sexual proclivity, whatever it is. How many women like the woman taken in adultery are trying to identify, trying to meet a need, a real need? The lady taken in adultery had had so many husbands. She'd been passed around, which was common in that particular time era in Israel. It wasn't uncommon at all to see a woman even sold at auction remember remember the prophet who married the prostitute and the prostitute was sold at auction it was a common thing so what we see is a woman trying to meet her spiritual need a sincere real spiritual need through the flesh how many of us of us have done that i've done it i think most of us have i think we go through an uh, constant struggle trying to meet our spiritual needs through what we see around us, and it never really works. Why do you think, I've used this example before, and it's a true example, two twin brothers are born to the same parents. They grow up at the same exact time, the same type of education, the same economic background. The father is an abusive alcoholic. They are twin brothers. Fast forward, they're grown up. One is a very successful businessman, seems to have his life together very well. The other twin brother, born at the same time, raised in the same atmosphere, seems to have lost it altogether. He is also an alcoholic, he is abusive, he can't keep a job, he's gone bankrupt several times. When they were asked, this is a true story, by the way, when they were asked what formed their life, what was the catalyst that made their life go the way it went, both of them, both of them said it was because they had an alcoholic father. Do you see what I'm saying? We cannot be complete and we cannot be accepted until we realize our source of acceptance. Until we realize and we face and we see that we cannot identify as what religion identifies us as. We are a spirit contained in the human body For this moment, we were, I can prove this in Scripture, we were known by our Father God before we were ever placed in the womb. He knew us, He knows us, He accepted us. So many of you now are struggling, are struggling. So many of you are trying to earn favor with God. You're trying to be a servant instead of a son or daughter. When the prodigal returned home, he came back as a son, not a servant. He was humbled and willing to be a servant. But remember, the father said, Bring the best robe, put it on my son's shoes for his feet. Kill the fatted calf. The father received him back joyfully as a son, not reluctantly, as a servant, you don't know who you are, you don't understand, you don't identify properly because you've been programmed, I've been programmed, we've been programmed by the religious antichrist spirits so long that we cannot properly identify as sons and daughters of God. Okay, now while I'm saying this, some of you have these thoughts rolling around in your mind, these objections, but what about this? What about that? Your imperfections, the places where you don't match up to some standard that someone else has set. God didn't set that standard. The Father didn't set that standard. Religion might have set that standard. Society might have set that standard. Your parents might have set that standard. Your own false identity might have set that standard, but the Father God didn't. The Father God has totally, totally accepted you. That's hard for you to believe. In fact, some of you cannot believe it, because remember in the first segment when I was talking about the person that nobody can accept, that you are prejudiced against, that you can't accept, even though you're open-minded about, you may be open-minded about everybody else in the world, but there's this one person You cannot fully accept. Who is that person? That person is yourself. Yep, yourself. Because no matter what, no matter how many times I tell you that you are fully accepted in the Father, there's this little religious voice, this little religious thought that will come to you and say, yeah, but what about this? What about that? The accusations of the enemy, the psychological warfare of Satan. Now, people who listen to me, listen to these podcasts, come from all walks of life, rich, poor, gay, straight, and I don't care. I don't care. I'm not here to be your judge. That's what religion does. I'm not here to condemn you. That's what religion does. I'm here to speak restoration to you. I'm here to tell you that the Father wants to restore you to the body of Christ. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what you're doing right now. I really don't. Because the restoration the Father is doing is restoring the spirit. The spirit, not the flesh. Read your scripture. The flesh is never restored. What did Jesus say? He said, take up your cross and follow me. What does that mean? What happens if you take up the cross and follow Christ? You'll be crucified. Your flesh will be dead. That's what this meant. We are abandoning the facade of living in the flesh. We are embracing the reality that we are the sons and daughters of God. God, our Father, is not using behavior modification to make us to conform to some standard. He's saying to us the same thing he said to the woman taken in adultery that those religious spirits would have killed when he intervened and he said, Where are your accusers? I'm asking you, where are your accusers? Where are they? Who are they? Isn't it time to accept your acceptance? Isn't it time to tell the religious saboteurs who have been bombarding you all of your life to shut up? Isn't it time to say, get thee behind me, Satan? Isn't it time? Now, right now, some of you are entertaining all the religious thoughts you've had. You are entertaining all the false accusations. You're listening again, even now. But I'm here to tell you, the Antichrist spirits of religion lied to you, lied about you, accused you, before you ever came into this world. It is the voice of Satan, psychological warfare, that is trying to destroy you, and if you listen, it will. What does Scripture say? says the devil comes as an angel of light. Who have been the angels of light in your lifetime? Have they been the religious controllers? Trying to tell you what all is wrong with you based on your behavior, based on what they see, based on you trying to get them to accept you? Stop it. Stop it. Realize your acceptance. Embrace your acceptance. Accept your acceptance. Quit trying to struggle to please a father who's been pleased with you before you were ever placed on earth. Right now, you've got the the religious spirits speaking to your mind, objecting. Yah, but whenever you feel the yah buts, strike it down. Come against it because you are fully accepted. You are fully accepted. I don't care what you did five minutes ago. I don't care what you're doing right now. That is your flesh. Your flesh is not your spirit. Your spirit is the being that belongs to the Father 100%. Now, all the judgmental religious spirits will come against me. They always do. I'm used to it. They will say, yeah, but you can't do this and go to heaven. There is no flesh going to heaven. There isn't. I'm sorry. There is no flesh going to heaven. It's not what you do. It's what's been done. It's the price has already been paid. We can try to straighten up and fly right all we want. But the problem with that is the standard keeps changing. If you've had any experience with the religious process, you'll find out that there is no gauge to it when you stop this or start this then they'll move it, move it up a little bit but what about this what about that there's always somewhere else for you to go there's always another struggle there's always another fight it's time to come into his rest stop the struggle receive 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 the best robe receive the shoes the finest, the finest robe. Receive the shoes. Come to the feast. Come to the Father's house, his real house, not man's house. Scripture tells us that the Spirit of God does not dwell in houses built by hands, the body of Christ. Come back. Leave this destitute, man-made religious harlot system and come back to the father bring the best robe put it on my son shoes for his feet kill the fatted calf that's your father's invitation to you stop listening to the religious lies stop listening to the psychological warfare of the enemy stop listening to all the reasons. You can't come home. Just come home. As you are, it's the only way you can. Do you know you've never disappointed God? You can't disappoint God because He knows our days from first to last. He knows every thought we think. You can't disappoint Him. You can't even surprise Him. Come home. Come home. Put on the robe. Put on the shoes. Come to the feast accept your acceptance. Can you do that? Can you accept yourself? When you accept yourself, you won't be striving anymore. This is how you'll know. When you have accepted yourself as God has accepted you, as the Father has accepted you, when you are back into the family, when you are in the body of Christ, you will not be striving anymore. You won't care who does or does not accept you. You won't be going to some meeting and trying to fit in and changing the way you look or changing the way you act. You won't be trying to use behavior mod to control others either. You will accept them. I accept everyone because I realize what I'm seeing is the flesh, not the real person. Do you understand? The things that you do, you do in the flesh. The Apostle Paul wrote the biggest part of the New Testament. He even said it. The things I want to do, I don't do. The things I don't want to do, I end up doing. Do you see what I'm saying? You are spirit. You are not flesh. Accept your acceptance. I pray that these little podcasts get out to the people they're meant to reach, and I hope you can see how vital it is. That's the reality of being born again, being born again, the reality is being born spiritually, as God intended you to be, not the religious accusations applied to your life, not being guilty of a sin you couldn't possibly have committed, not coming out of the womb already judged and found guilty by by false man-made antichrist religion. Being born again is being born as spirit, totally, totally sin-free, totally sin-free. Your spirit is being called home. Your spirit, you are spirit, you're not flesh. Your flesh might take a while to follow. Sometimes that transaction doesn't take all at once. Religion will tell you differently. Religion will tell you all kind of stuff that will keep you beaten down. Come against this nasty religion that's controlled you for so long. Come against it. Just come home. Can you hear the voice of the Father saying, just come home? Don't clean up. Don't try to make yourself someone you're not. Don't act like you're something you're not. Don't pretend you're holy when you're not. Just come home. Just come home. Okay, Richard, with you one more time, getting ready to back out of here one more time. I hope you understand what's being said here. No one here has any judgment. No one here has any condemnation against you. No one here, including me, sees your flesh. No one. Because I see a spirit. I see, I hear, and I feel... A spirit a child of God I see nothing else I don't identify you by what you do or what you've done I identify you as the child the father loves and wants to restore I hope you understand right now some of you are playing the tapes in your head about your behavior and how you don't match up but you do match up you match up perfectly You match up as a child of God. You've been attacked. Some of you have been maligned. Some of you have been so accused by religious spirits that you've had a a hatred of the Father who loves you, instilled in you, indoctrinated in you. This is why I do this. Not because I'm trying to convert you to my way of thinking. Not because I'm trying to get you to join some group, or send money, or any of this religious nonsense. I do this because the Father loves you, and He wants to restore you just as you are. That list of things that you say will keep Him from accepting you. He's already accepted. It's already a done deal, okay? Hope you enjoy this little podcast. TruthRadioAtMail.com Drop me a line. God bless. Until next time.